Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. I am so excited to be here. I uh, I had the greatest guest lined up. Uh, cool and the gang was going to come in, and uh, and actually the gang uh, Cool didn't want the gang to come, and uh, <laughs> so what I did was I'm the kind of guy that can get any guest I want pretty much around Hollywood. Uh, you know I'm I'm a guy that knows people. I uh, talked to a few people, and I pulled a rabbit out of the hat. That rabbit is T.J. Miller. Hey, everybody. Rabbits are for tricks. Kids are for uh, cereal. God fucking damn it. I told myself downstairs I wouldn't screw it up. Congratulations, <laughs> T.J. You continue to be a failure. How are you, Cash? Thanks for having me on the program. Oh, it's so great. Now, I know I know you've heard the show before, but uh, it's sort of like, you know those shows where they have a bunch of people around a round table? Mm-hmm. This is more like an end table. Right. It's sort of like Bill Maher's show, except just less guests. Uh, it's quite quite an end table, because usually this show has no end table in sight. I'm T.J. Miller. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the program. That's what I love about having you on the show. You always bring your own stuff. You know, I, I like to do it. I like to come here. I did Chelsea lately today. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, that's always... Uh, well, we'll talk about that. In that did you mention show, our yeah. show? Did you mention us? You know, I didn't bring it up because she told me uh, explicitly never to speak of it again in her presence <laughs> or on her show. Well, you know, uh, she was actually going to be a guest next week. Really? So we're going to, there may be an opening now. Well, we'll talk I, about know, that. I would love to listen in on that. I'd, I'd love to be a, a fly on the wall for that podcast. <laughs> That's really what you are when you're listening to a podcast. You're like a fly on the wall, but you're driving to a job. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a perfect analogy. To shy, shy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Mighty One is here, T.J. Miller. And here's how we usually start uh, our uh, cashing in with T.J. Miller. Shift, uh, you're changing now? Well, this is how we uh, usually start the show. Okay, we usually wait. start it off with the triple, triple banger, banger lightning round. round. Question one. Oh, boy. The night you'd most like to have your back while they storm your castle. Who, okay. Which night? Yeah, which night would you most like to have your back when they storm your castle? Just Sir Lancelot? Sir Lancelot. Or what? Sir Mix-a-Lot? Oh, golly. Sir, Sir Mix-a-Lot, I think. Yeah. Here's the thing. They're storming the castle. You're under siege. We've all seen Game of Thrones enough to know that it's not going to end well. Your head might be on a spike, and then a young boy will make your daughter look at it against her will. Okay? But, uh, you know, if you're going to go out, I say go out, you know, listening to a funky beat, to a funky bass line. You know, I want to be able That's to right. say... That, you're right. <laughs> Having problems with my microphone. Uh, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but uh, Cash Levy just gave a hand job to the Tin Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm on fire. Is that what they I call really it? am? Is that what they call it? You know, I haven't called it that in a long time. But uh, is that one of your catchphrases? It's like giving a hand job to the Tin Man. Thank you guys so much. That's please fondling the microphone. Listen to me, please. Give me a hand job to the Tin Man. Please try the tilapia, and I'm serious. No, was, no, when no. I worked when I worked in uh, Niagara Falls. At yeah. At a casino, at an Indian casino, uh, I would sort of every night kind of that would be my my tagline. I'd go, I go, hey, you, you guys, you've been playing these 
nickel slots? Oh, a penny for my thoughts. Uh, still too rich for my blood. It's like giving a hand job to the Tin Man. Please try the tilapia. Please, I beg of you. I'm serious. They'll kill me if they don't move that fish. How long did you? Uh, how long did you have that job? I was there for two and a half years. Wow! Wow! I was. Uh, it was from age 13 to 15 and a half. Then when I got my, uh, as soon as I got my learner's permit for uh, my driver's license, I, I got out of that town with a, 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 a guardian. His name was uh, Sir Mixalot. No, he, <laughs> <laughs> try to help. His name was uh, Sherbert Hutterbutter. <laughs> uh, well, that's good. This is good. I, I would go with Sir Mixalot too. Yeah, uh, and you know a lot of people don't know this, uh, but you know Baby Got Back that yeah. was based on uh, on Guinevere's uh, backside. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Triple banger, lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question two. Question number two. Hotel you'd rather stay at: the Pullout Couch Inn, the Futon Lodge, or the Make Your Own Fucking Bed and Breakfast? <laughs> I like make your own. I would say the make your own fucking bed and breakfast because I like the idea of waking up, coming downstairs, and you're like, mm, I'm hungry. What is there to eat? And they're like, Why don't you make your own bed and breakfast? That's right. Make your own bed. Here's a hammer, some nails, about 200 yards of lumber, some down feathers, fabric, a sewing machine. <laughs> And a floral print pattern for you to uh, fashion the sheets. I'm just going to stand back here and fondle the Tin Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I I, the bed and breakfast doesn't days. make much sense. I don't. I'll, I'll mm. eat when I want. Really? Yeah. Don't try to put some kind. Of, I'm on vacation. Trying to tell me when I'm going to eat. How come there's no? Bed How about in, a bed and pool? That's what I was going to say. Or a bed and dinner. Yeah. How about a bed and food? A bed and food. Yeah. Well, bed and you, food. Then, you, then you're also saying, why are you telling me? How about you bed breakfast? and tilapia? Bill, uh, yeah, bed and please, dear God, try the tilapia. <laughs> They'll kill me. I've seen them do it before. <laughs> and breakfast. <laughs> Triple beggar question three. Most disappointing when we finally meet the aliens, that they are intent on killing humans or that they enjoy watching The Bachelorette? So if I met, the, I mean, if aliens came down and I, they happen to say, I'm, I'm their point of contact, take me to your leader. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know what I would do? I would take them to a friend of mine, but have them dressed up like Grimace. You know, the, the, the heavy set purple fellow? Yeah. And then, I'm uh, familiar with his yeah, work. Yeah, you know, he's great. He's great. He was actually so, supposed to do the show. He was he? Ago, yeah. Oh, man. I'd love to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> but, you know, I really did. Uh, I, I got a buddy who's got a, a Grimace outfit, so I'd take him to, to him and say, This is my leader. <laughs> I've dreamt of that. Um, you believe in aliens. We've talked about this. Well, yeah, I think that, you know, it's 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 probably within, you know, statistically, it would be within reason that there would be life on other planets. That being said, if they came down and they were like, we want to kill all of humanity, or given the option of them coming down and saying, we love the Bachelorette, you know, it's it's the best... It's the best there is, reality-wise. You know, and then one of them probes... Why, why do they talk like that? They sort of talk like a gay... Sort of a robot. Hey, um, we love the <laughs> Hey guys, please turn on the television. For my birthday, I wished for a ride on a Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think a gay robot kind of saying something about a hunker hunker. So they just shut it out. A lot of people are afraid. I think we might have discussed this. A lot of people are afraid they're just going to come and just want to just instantly probe people. Yeah. I- you know, I don't think that they will. I don't know why they would be. But I, I would. Well, I don't know why we're so afraid of that. Their genitalia might be different. It, it, it might be pleasurable to... with them. We don't know. Ugh, wouldn't that be weird if the aliens came down and probed us, but we loved it? Just everybody was like, it's just a whole different bird. It's a whole different animal. <laughs> it would change the whole UFO thing. Because then the people wouldn't be in shame. They go, no, the aliens came down. They probed me. Oh my god! No, it was amazing. It was the best. I haven't been able to maintain an erection since then. <laughs> And I'm a woman. It's weird that they've they've figured out to get how to get to Earth. Mm-hmm. They're that smart. They're that intelligent. And that's yeah. the first thing people fear that they'll do. They'll get right in the back. Why is that? Why do men have such a fear of being probed by you know by aliens? Pretty by much. Aliens, pretty much. Yeah. You never you've never heard a guy be like, oh, I don't want to go on a safari. I'm afraid one of those animals will try and probe my anus. <laughs> <laughs> this never happened. <laughs> 
Hey, TJ. Hey, that was yeah. the triple banger triple lightning banger round. lightning round. It's so great to have you back. It's so good to this be back. This is so amazing. I really it's haven't seen so you in a while. Good. What is animal gelatin? Hmm, that's a good question. I think about it. It's in everything. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of candy is made of gelatin. What is that? Hmm, yeah. What true. is gelatin? Yeah, I'm not sure it's one of the uh, seven food groups. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, the animal gelatin. Although they probably are lobbying, picketing as we speak. As we speak, they hold up. Perhaps it's what the aliens eat. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they're just here to retrieve their animal gelatin probus and get the hell out. Yeah, I can't leave, but I would love to have a good probing. Where were you, TJ? Uh, Where were you? Well, I was just I was just talking about it, right? I just said that I was in. Um, this is an official segment. Where were you? Oh, I was uh, yeah. I was on Chelsea lately. I was, oh, that counts. Uh, I was I was taping for Chelsea lately to be you know airing another date, uh, and it's you know it's it's always a high stress situation over there. You go in, you have to come up with the topics within you know an hour or two. You get the topics, and then you're taping an hour mm-hmm. later, an hour and a half later. And, um, you know, you go on there and no matter how, I don't know. Well, tell me about this, because I'm not that comfortable saying, like, critical things of celebrities, except for Nancy Grace. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, God, I love her. Oh, but you, you're supposed to kind of make fun of... I would love to make love to her. <laughs> Just probe her with my animal gelatin, you know, from behind. And then as I do it, go, oh, push the fear on our culture. <laughs> Um, sorry, but but you know you get an opportunity mm-hmm. to sort of make fun of uh, different celebrities on the show. Is that the case? Yeah, I made fun of Kanye West. I and have Kim not, Kardashian. Yeah, too. yeah okay. And, and did Kim they ever reach out to you? I think you know they haven't yet. I, you know, I'm always waiting. I'm always open to it. But I personally, I don't. You know, I, I try not to make fun of people like Lindsay Lohan, who are clearly you know a mess and need help. I'll sort of spin that and make it more making fun of me. But, yeah, if it's Kanye West or Kim Kardashian, I mean, those are rich people. Kim Kardashian is just such a waste, you know? So I'm happy to make fun of them. That guy, Spencer Pratt, you guys remember him? Oh, from The Hills? Cash, you don't watch The Hills? No, I haven't seen that one. No. Okay. Thank you for having me on the program. (laughs) So you were at uh, the Chelsea Lacey show. So, Lacey show. Ch- Chelsea Lacey show. Chelsea and Lacey. Chelsea Lacey. You were the Cag- you were the Cagney and Lacey show. I said the old Cagney uh, and Lacey. They kind of brought that back, and uh, it was followed by Hardcastle and McCormick. <laughs> it was a triple shot of those uh, two shows plus a third one. <laughs> double the, the double dose. I've had another by the time show now. Have you finished saying triple shot? Triple you shot, and then I said I don't have a third, shows. so I'll just go with Matlock. <laughs> And follow it with Matlock mm. or a little Walker, Texas Ranger, which didn't exist back then. It didn't? I don't think so. I think Walker, Texas Ranger has existed since the dawn of civilization. What do you think about that, Cash? <laughs> I Chuck was, uh, Norris was there when man learned to read and write. <laughs> I was in uh, Napa. Have you been to Napa? Napa Valley? Yeah. Nope. Napa. Went wine tasting. Did you go wine reunion. tasting? Now, yeah. did you get wasted there? Well, here's what I like to do at a wine tasting. I like to show up, and first thing, uh, order a vodka tonic. <laughs> Just to get them a little bit in the mood. Show them, your, show them they need to be on their toes. They need to be on their toes. Then, you take one sip of wine, and as they ask what you think of it, you yell, I can't feel my face! <laughs> Which I like to yell... Wherever I go, really. Just right away. Yeah. yeah. Any type of response. How are you today? Can't feel my face. But I, I like as soon as the wine touches your lips, you say that. You don't even finish swallowing it. You just go, oh, thank you. Yes, this has a good nose on it. Look at the legs. It's quite a bouquet. I can't feel my face. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was a good one. What was and the best was... wine? What's your favorite kind of wine? I don't, I don't like wine. I actually just went because my friends wanted to go. I, I didn't drink any wine. That's the best. That's like me when I, I don't go want to, to drink a wine at game. two in the afternoon. It's a nice day out. I, I mean, that's I, you know, my friends always want to go to a baseball game. I go along with them just to get shit housed on Chianti. Yeah, yeah. And then I got back from uh, from Napa, and there was an earthquake. Did you, were you guys here for the earthquake? Was there an earthquake? Is a little very quick earthquake. Um, my wife was sleeping. I grabbed her. Uh, threw her on the bed, had my way with her. Really? Yeah. During the earthquake? Yeah, just because I thought that would combine two exciting things. <laughs> and also, she really, then she's thinking, wow, he is moving my world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, you want to combine those. Here's the great thing to do, and I should probably say this for practical living in a modern age, but I'll just burn it here. I'm just going to let you know. Hey, it's your show. 
It's my show. Always has been. Mm. Always will be before they take it away from me. Yeah. Um, stay tuned for Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> I, uh, here's the thing you do during an earthquake. You, um, you break stuff. Uh, stuff you don't like in your house. And then you blame it on the earthquake. That's your opportunity. Uh, if you have a Matt, you have a wife, and you, she probably wouldn't appreciate you breaking some of the stuff that you were given during your, uh, you know, yeah. your wedding. Uh, then break that stuff and just, you know, blame it on the earthquake. You know, I did that. I'll say with, it twice if I have to. No, I did. <laughs> just so the point uh, gets across. People are driving. They might uh, drive and crying. They might miss that part. Driving and crying. I uh, I tried to do that. There was an earthquake, a very small earthquake, about uh, three or four years ago, and I uh, I took my the remains of my girlfriend great grandfather his urn and I smashed it upon the ground and his ashes scattered in the living room and some of it got in the foyer and uh, she came back and I said oh my god the earthquake knocked over the remains of your great grandfather and, and shattered this urn and then she reminded me that uh, it, it was it was actually it was in her bottom drawer so I, it couldn't have, you know, opened the drawer and then come out. And uh, it was in a completely different room also. It would have had to have, you know, the drawer would have had to have opened up. It would have had to have hopped out. Right. And so rolled it rolled into a separate room. She didn't think it was believable. She didn't. I killed her right there on the spot. I didn't. I mean, I. Did you confess? I did confess. Yeah. This did. didn't happen, did it? I, I mean, yeah, it happened. <laughs> you know, did you believe really that I would smash my. My girlfriend's great grandfather's remains. You know, because now I think we need to transition into how you our think friendship of me as a person, our yeah. friendship. I I wasn't believing, you know, the story from the start, but then you got real serious when when you, didn't he? You get real serious and very sincere, and you're someone I trust, and uh, you're a good actor too. I don't. You're not. You know, those listeners out there, you don't see TJ. In the studio here, but he actually was able to draw a tear from one eye, just the one tear, you know, the kind that you picture an eye drop, uh, you know, someone doing an eye drop and then they do that take. But you actually were able to draw one tear from one eye all the way down. Mm -hmm. And as it dripped off your chin, I thought, I think this guy's telling the truth. You know, and another acting technique that I do that a lot of the listeners may not know, but I do a, a tear that sort of comes down, you know, from one eye, and then when it reaches my chin, it sort of slowly comes back up around and goes <laughs> into the other eye. And I've been doing that for a long time, you know, and uh, Marlon Brando actually taught that's me that. That's called the uh, lasso tear, am I it's right? It's called the old lasso tear. That's called the old lasso tear. Yeah, yeah. John Wayne used to do it when his horse was decapitated in any film. God didn't make the, the, the lasso tear. I did. God didn't make the j- 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 lasso tear. God didn't stutter. I do. Yeah. To do what uh, it takes to survive. John Wayne. That's a tough thing to learn to do, and uh, that's why you're in a lot of uh, drama. You know, well, a lot, lot of drama type movies. You know, I'm in the film Rock of Ages. I don't know if you know about the. It's the major motion picture. I actually based saw on the Broadway. Musical I saw the Broadway the musical. musical. Oh, you did. And, uh, and to be honest, I lived the experience itself. I'm sorry. No, well, you know, I was in a band, Cash and the Bad Checks. Yeah, I, I didn't and, know that. Uh, yeah. You know, we we played some pretty uh, pretty handsome music. If I don't say my, so myself, if you don't say myself, so <laughs> I'm having problems talking to you. Yeah, it's so real. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah. Did you did you give it all up and move to Hollywood to try and make it happen as a musician? That's what I'm. That, that's why I'm here doing this podcast. Uh, you know, uh, the dream died pretty quick, actually. Did. <laughs> um, you know, well, it's a great band name. Cash and, Cash the, and the bad checks. checks. We lost our we lost our uh, guitarist. He kind of disappeared, and that was sort of the end of things. Because he of, was, you know, it was me and him, and then he disappeared. We never. It was about ten years later. I ran into him at a San Francisco Giants baseball game. Is that true? Yeah, I was. I hadn't seen him since. And uh, and he was just like, I was kidnapped. They left me for dead in the Mojave Desert. You guys didn't. You just said you lost your guitarist. <laughs> We never knew the name of our drummer. That didn't help either. It's hard to true. track him. Is that back. true? Yeah, it is true. Nobody knew his name. We what just go find him. What did you think his name was? Uh, I I have no idea. No. What yeah, did I, he look like though? Yeah. Well, he, he looked like a Barry. Yeah. No. He looked I, like a Terry. Yeah, I'd say he looked. He looked like, like a Gladys. Maybe a, a Dan. He looked like a Dan. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it looked like a Dan. God, I fucking hate Dan's. Yeah. I, I, I don't usually say that, but I do. Can't stand him. <laughs> I have a phobia. I talked about this on Twitter. I have a phobia of of meeting someone named Gladys and and saying, I'm always Gladys to see you. 
<laughs> I, I do. I fear it. And when, I, yeah. when I'll meet a Gladys, I usually will leave the room. So that you don't say that? Yeah, and a lot of people think I'm anti-Gladys or like I don't like Gladyses, and that's not it. It's the phobia. That's the root of my sort of awkwardness with women named Gladys. Mm, yeah, and a couple yeah. of drag queens. Yeah, yeah. Do you know any Gladyses? I, you know, I don't know any. Personally, obviously, it would be difficult to have a friendship with someone that you were had a phobia about saying, it's always I'm always Gladys to see you. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't have any friends or know any Gladyses, but you know I have met Gladyses in social situations. It's a, it's a good situations. phobia to have. It's not that limiting. You know, some people can't fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people are allergic to uh, you know alcohol or drugs. Mm-hmm. Some people are, are scared of being locked in like a small area, like a closet, that well, type of thing. I have a tough or time because I a room. I won't fly. I won't fly without my. Uh... But if you know there's someone named Gladys on your flight. Then I'm fucked, you know, and the, my biggest fear is that I sit down next to a, an elderly woman, you know, who looks like she's from maybe Canton, Akron, mm-hmm. or, or Ohio area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that she just turns to me right as we start to take off and says, I'm Gladys, you know, because then I'm stuck in an enclosed space <laughs> with a Gladys. next to this Gladys yeah. for hours and, you know, hours and hours and hours. Because every, you know, I fly every week. I fly to Bombay, India and back. So <laughs> I just, you know, I don't want to. I can't even talk about it. I can't even think about it. Makes me want yeah. to shit someone else's pants. Yeah, I, I uh, and I have the same type of phobia. I'm a, I'm allergic to Sandra's. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I heard about that. Yeah, makes me Sandra's. <laughs> didn't work at all, did it? It doesn't work. work. I, don't I was trying to think it. of one that was like Gladys, except uh, sad. Well, what I, would that I, be? I know you are allergic to Sandra's. A sad? Yeah. Uh, I think you could just your phobia might be that when you meet Gladys, you say Gladys. It's the saddest. <laughs> Gladys, you're the saddest. <laughs> Let's, come on. Can we start that? Can that be a cash phrase? Gladys, you're the saddest. We can't, you know, pretend to know what's going what's gonna to turn into a, a catch phrase. We can't try to superimpose that on the public, you know. You think that was superimposed? That just came just, out. Did you just not say your own thing correctly? <laughs> what? Cash phrases? You just said we can't determine what's going to be a catch phrase. Cash phrases, catch phrases. Uh, oh, I, you I, use no, them interchangeably. Yeah, some people do both. Yeah. All right. Well, fair yeah. enough. I've seen both. I've you've, seen both. You've seen both. It's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. You know? I think the egg. But we can't know uh, what's going to be a, a catchphrase. I mean, I thought there's no chicken facials was going to catch on. It did take off. It, t- it took on br- it briefly, but it didn't, saw, it didn't gain the kind I, of momentum. I, I thought I'd see billboards by now. I was walking down the street. I don't know why anyone, why that would happen. Why would a person have a billboard? <laughs> I just thought it'd be something you'd hear like at a bank. Cut- <laughs> you know, you get your money out and they those go, are hey, two- no chicken facials. <laughs> those are two, ca- two of Cash's measures cash of success of a catchphrase are, is it on a billboard? <laughs> are people saying it at a bank? At a bank. Those are the two ways to, the, to the Who is going into bank? Banks anymore. I apply for a home loan. Shy, shy. <laughs> uh, I mean, if that's the saddest. The I mean, I can't even go into a you know even my tailor, my very own personal tailor who accompanies me on the road. I've yet to hear him say when he uh, puts an outfit together for me, and you know I care very much about my clothing. I've yet to hear him say custom fit. You really even your tailor? Even my tailor hasn't said. Because you would think he would be the one. You think that would it would say catch it on more than? But what are we doing here? People? It's like we're we're this podcast is like in a vacuum. I don't know. Yeah, I was walking down the street and I I actually I kind of made eye contact with this guy and I thought it was like a little weird. Kind of held eye contact longer than you usually do with a guy. And you know I I said as I don't know what, what happened, but I as I said this, he said it. At the exact same time, I said, there are no chicken facials. We both said it at the same time, and that was when I realized I was looking at my reflection of myself. <laughs> okay. So, so I don't know what we're doing. No, no one knows. I was, I was uh, attempting to have sex with my wife the other night, and I said, uh, we're doing it live. You said that? Yeah, and that didn't work. Uh, she didn't know what that meant. Didn't get a laugh. So I don't know what's happening with the cash phrases. That's all I'm saying. Well, let's just, we're going to keep going. You guys, listeners, if you want to, you want to, you want to email cash, you want to Twitter cash, he's at cash levy. I'm at not TJ Miller, uh, at cashing in, right? With TJ. Yeah, with TJ, at cashing with TJ. And, you know, uh, you were, what were you going to say about my Twitter thing? I'm just getting started on the Twitter thing. Buddy, you have 600 followers. I just found that out today. Yeah. That's a huge amount of followers. 
Why are you for pr- someone who months ago you're like prying into my personal life? Oh, buddy, anyone can access your Twitter <laughs> you, online. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, you okay? <laughs> a single tear just dropped down your left eye, and then went up. It's coming back head. up. It's coming yeah. back up. It went down the backside. It's now mine actually goes over my back. shoulder. Mine goes over my left like shoulder, a, like a, a Confederate soldier. Yeah. Like a Confederate Six hundred. It's not bad, and you know what? The Twitter friends that I've—I I don't call them—I don't call people followers, but I think that's sort of weird. But they should change that terminology. The Twitter friends that I've made have been so friendly, nice people. Yeah, they are nice people. I mean, I'm you know, enjoying it. It's exciting, but I'm—you know—you're made for it. But it's just funny to me that a couple of you know six months ago, you're like, "What is this Twitter? Why would anyone do it?" And now you got six hundred people that you can say things. You know, you can stutter on things, say words incorrectly. The only know. reason I even want to, you know, be involved with it. Uh, for is just to alert people to the after parties, and I just feel like we need a bigger turnouts than we're getting. Well, and we're telling them it's the same Chipotle, right? Every well, single time. They apparently they're afraid of the tiny parking lot. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but um, we need more the, people. Yeah. We need more people. Uh, let's let's move it along to the essential questions of human nature. Oh, these are always tough. And this this kind of a question relates to okay. what happened in. Uh, uh, in Napa, is it wrong to act like you have a drug problem just to see if your friends care about you? I don't think so. I think if you really feel like your friend, all your friends have turned their back. I could see a scenario where that would be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I've um, I've never done that myself. So yours is real. My my drug problem, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, it's you know, I, you know, I, I've always wanted to have interventions. Sometimes I've invited a lot of people over after sort of doing bad things to them while I was, you know, high on methamphetamines, and I'll I'll put out chips and some dip, and they never intervene. You know, they're always just like, hey man, let's party. Yeah, when should we be concerned? I think you're concerned when I start wearing my pants as shirts. Hmm. Okay. If I can really yeah. get, if I'm actually, I've gotten my arms be, and head uh, in through my pant legs. Yeah. What if you're wearing your, uh, I don't know, medium johns on your head? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll put those on. Would that count? Yeah. I mean, if I have my arms and head through both of the pant legs, then I would, <laughs> I would intervene. <laughs> Is it wrong to take a pinata to an intervention? <laughs> I think uh, I'm just preparing for years. I'm just trying to. It's got to be. It can't have anything in it except for you know sobriety chips. You try and (laughs) smash that bad boy. See if you can get a 25 year. I don't think it's wrong. I think I think if you could, if you knew you had to intervene and you thought that could lure that person to the intervention. You know, you, could do you say, hey, there was a, there's a pinata. I'm going to a party with a pinata. Do you want to come? How many people, though, really will go to something because there's a pinata? I don't know that I've ever someone said, hey, man, there's this party on Saturday. I'm like, ah, you know, I got a lot to do with the, my apartment clean. There's going to be a pinata. All right, cool. What time? <laughs> Two? Two thirty? Matter if I show up at one thirty? How How can you say it's not a bonus, though? You have to admit it's a little bit. Oh, it's certainly a bonus. It's a real I just party. think it's the reason to it's go. It's not to the a party. reason, but it's definitely a nice enticement. Listen, I love pinatas. I think the best thing you can do is fill a pinata with uh, with those little airplane bottles of alcohol and you know candy and treats. What's not to like about a pinata? That doesn't fit in with my uh, intervention idea. Right, so you can't do that. But you know, pin the tail on the donkey. That's a that's a completely straight edge game. There's no alcohol. There's no way to drink during that. Yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And if you do it, you'll end up pinning the tail on some other kind of animal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're talking about parties here. Mm-hmm. Um, are bachelorette parties inherently evil? Yes. Mm. Yeah. I think so. You know, as yeah, comedians, so. they're I think always- we should use them, uh, you know, instead of torture. Send them in instead of waterboarding. Yeah, I, I, that would actually work. I think the idea of just... A guy having to be in a room with the drunk bachelorette party. Yeah, that would, that would get me to talk. And they're always wearing dick antennas. They always do have some type of penis attached to their head. But the antennas, why? Hmm. What, what kind of reception are you getting on those dicks, <laughs> lady? Uh, your name better not be Gladys. <laughs> yeah, when, when a girl named Gladys gets married... That's going to be extra terrifying. I'm going to steer clear from that. Yeah, yeah. steer clear from oh, yeah. Vegas train that weekend. I have this reoccurring nightmare where I wake up, 
I'm sweating. You know what I mean? And, I, 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 and the, the nightmare is always the same. It's me. It's, I wake up uh, in the middle of a, a you know, I'm, I'm, it's a crash, a plane crash. And it crashes. And the only two survivors are me and Gladys, the woman that was next to me. And I somehow I fasten a raft and I make my way out of there in the middle of the night and I get back. And years later, they find her and she survived on crabs and coconuts. Primarily coconuts. <laughs> and she comes back and she lands and they get me together as a reunion with her. And they say, you guys were both trapped on the island, but TJ got away. TJ, what, what are the words that you want to say now to everybody about how you feel about seeing Gladys again? And then, uh, wake up. <laughs> well, I think you should use this as inspiration. I think this would be, make a great, you know, mini-series. You think? Yeah. Or maybe perhaps some webisodes. It's called the uh, Gladys Night, and the well, I gave up halfway through that. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic. Too much Gladys. The bachelorette talk. parties. That's all I'm saying. Is that yeah, they're not? It's tough. not good as a comedian to see a bachelorette party mm-hmm. lurking. Mm-hmm. It's not good as a man to yeah. see a group of twelve to fifteen beautiful women traveling together in packs. Uh, they always want to take pictures. Uh, and they don't want anybody else in their picture, and they always look really hot. That's why, uh, you know, photo bombing's kind of fun. Try to get in there, Imagine ruin the picture. What am I, you know, I, I have always taken issue with this, and you know this about me. Well, one of my biggest problems is these sashes. And these girls are they're wearing sashes. Sashes are for winners of beauty pageants, Miss America contests, contests of beauty, agility, and 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 you know, articulation. What's the word when you can talk good? That's what a sash is for. <laughs> Don't wear it because you're getting married in two and a half months to Roger. Yeah. Yeah, you have to earn your sash. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, earn your sash. You know what? Sash this. Earn your sash, huh? you silly gash. Sash this. Sash what? Sash this. Sash this. Then, you know, it's sort of a picture of a guy flipping, flipping you off. Yeah. I have a, I'm on the back of my truck. I have a picture of Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes urinating on a sash. Are we going too far? Are we going too far in terms of uh, sort of uh, appeasing police officers with our bumper stickers? You know, people, it's almost cheating to have one. I love, you know, like the, you know, I support the, you know, LAPD or I, I'm a member of the LAPD or I, I, I blow policemen. Have you seen that one? I blow policemen? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that one. That's the one where Hobbs is peeing and blowing a police officer. (laughs) You haven't seen that? He's urinating. Those are on the really tall trucks. He's he's urinating (laughs) a police officer? That's coming out of his urethra? No, he's urinating while blowing a police officer. So he's giving oral sex to yes, he a, is. a law enforcement agent? Indeed he is. And where is he urinating? Just nowhere. No, well, against a tree. Just onto the ground. Against a tree. There's a tree. Oh, there's a tree in the picture. There's a tree in the picture. The Cash, levy, it, the cash levy Memoir. There's in a the, tree in the picture. In the, in the picture, on the tree... It's actually carved into the wood, and it says, I blow police officers. No, I don't it's, believe Look, that. if you haven't seen... How big is You think I can make sticker? something like this up? What does it take the whole back I'm of telling you, it, it's a really... Those are the tall trucks. You well, probably aren't up I will admit, I've never seen a tall truck. I'm always... You know, because I drive my... Uh, it's a lateral bicycle. That's my car. It's one of those bicycles where you're lying down. You ever see people in those? I always want to go by. Those are recumbents. Those are actually recumbent uh, bicycles. I'll tell you what those are. Those are adult big wheels. Both adult big wheels. That's what those Whenever are. Whenever I see a man on a recumbent bicycle, I just jump on the top of it, lay you know, right on top of him, and I go, "This wouldn't have happened if you were on a regular one." <laughs> and then you then you break a uh, an urn on yeah, their I'm head with the ashes head. of your grandmother. And say, "Twas the twas the earthquake, Roger." It was the earthquake. He says, my name's not Roger. And I say, this isn't a recumbent bicycle. This is your couch. And I've broken into your house. Look at this day. This Look is a, this Thursday. This is a bed and breakfast. That's all it is. This is just a make your bed and fuck your breakfast. You see what it happens Everybody when we just has. we just give it time when me and you get together? All we, we have just, to do is give it 32 minutes. We, a little bit of time, and then we'll heat it up. You that's know right. I mean? It just gets hot. It gets hot in here. It's like How a about driving clubs? We're talking about driving. Let's talk about stupid things. Okay, let's do it. What do you, who's, why are people wearing driving gloves? Unless your steering wheel is made of cactus? Mm-hmm. 
You can't justify wearing dress. You're a crazy driver. You're one of the craziest, most... I don't think that's I don't think you should have a driver's license. No. You drive like a... a, You really drive drive fast. You drive quickly quickly, through traffic, and that's called speeding. And what do you do? You see? When you say... Huh? And what do you do? I drive much slower. I mispronunciate words as I'm driving. Yeah, you drive like an old, tired man. <laughs> That's not true. You do. You I'm drive very relaxed. You drive like you ever, you ever, you ever driving in the country and you see an old man with a, a piece of you know straw in his mouth and he's sitting on a tractor with an old <laughs> bloodhound next to him. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, when you drive by those guys and you honk. And Have you like, noticed I'm? Hey, what, what are you? Who's fucking who? The tractor or you? You know those types of guys. That's what you drive like. Yeah. I, have you noticed? Swish. I'm, I'm almost fully. You have to admit, I'm almost fully reclined when I drive. I'm one of those. You are. You're a recumbent driver. <laughs> I'm a recumbent, recumbent driver. Access. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I'm a recumbent driver. But what about the driving gloves? Because you're a guy that I would think would want to have the driving gloves, but I've not seen you. I have a those. special steering wheel that gives a little drift to the to the car. But outside of that, no. I, yeah. What do you need driving gloves for? Also, my fingers get so hot. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people out there don't know what, what TJ sausages, drives, yeah. so I'm just going to come out and tell them it's a, it's a Model T. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. It's an I got a it's a crank to start. A lot of yeah. people have these push to starts. I got a crank to yeah, start. Yeah, you actually have to you have to snort it. I did. I had to snort it, crank it, drive it out. Crank it up, drive it out. But you do drive quickly. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I you know I like to get where I need to go. I think a lot of people drive too slowly. Let's get moving. But I have seen people drive uh, with gloves on in Los Angeles. I, and my my fingers get too hot. I wouldn't do it. Okay. I'm against it. Okay. Yeah. Morally, physically, yep. physically, emotionally. Moving along to what hurts? What hurts? Uh, you know, I've been having a real tough time with the left side of my neck. Hmm. And you know, and I try and take a look at it, but it's so hard to look down there at the side of your neck. It is hard, you know. Yeah. If you could, if your tear would make it all the way down there, it might mm. moisturize it. Instead, it goes back That's up your needs. face I'm into the other eyeball. My neck is dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. At least your eyeballs are very hydrated. So hydrated. Why? So That's because every every ten to fifteen minutes, I pour a full liter of smart water in each of my eyes. <laughs> into your You've eyeballs. always known that about me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, one thing I love about you is you always have. A bottle of water with a handle. They try to, yeah. Because the hand cannot make the shape of a handle as well as a handle can. No. So you have liters of, you know, liquid that you stick into your eyeballs. Yeah. I'm always (laughs) keeping my eyes hydrated. Never a dry eye in the house when TJ's around. That's right. Tiny opinions. Okay, I've got a bunch of them. And I've got a tiny opinion. I, I took a spin class. Anybody done this? I have no, I, I haven't taken one. Is it? But I, it's so hard, right? Um, well, let me just say this: a lot of the spinners have, uh, you know, that's why I call them the spinners. Mm-hmm. Kind of a cute play on words. Yeah, I call them followers. followers. And uh, the spinners, um, they have like spinning shorts on. They have the actual bicycle shoes on. They have the aerodynamic shirts on. Yeah. And my tiny opinion is that that's really stupid because we're all really going nowhere together. At the same speed. So I just And I don't think... And don't call... The teacher keeps calling the seat a saddle. No, Don't call it a saddle. No, she doesn't. Yeah. First of all, you're not saving any time (laughs) by saying saddle. Second of all, we're not on fucking horses. Seat is actually quicker to say. Seat is quicker to say. I don't like when people abbreviate anyway. I don't like when comics say merch. How do your merch sales... You know what, guys? We're comedians. We have time. To say merchandise, yeah, I think that's we're true. you know we don't we don't work in a cubicle. Well, this why is why we chose even, this job. We can we can use the entire word. Why do they even call it a saddle in case somebody falls off their bike and they go, hey, get get back in the saddle? Don't yeah, be no down, one's falling don't be down in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, no one's falling out. Of, don't get your dauber down. It would be like, <laughs> it would be it would be like you got to bring that back. A dauber down. It would be like putting on a pilot's uniform to get in a flight simulator. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I mean, it would be like putting on your Sunday best to eat breakfast on a Saturday. <laughs> it'd be like it was, would be like oops. it'd be like putting on some Long Jonathans mm-hmm. and going down to the Seven Eleven for a casual encounter with your local Seven Eleven proprietor. <laughs> it would be it would be like putting on a full down feather goose suit just to watch Bachelorette. Yeah, it would be. It'd be like lighting yourself on fire, mm-hmm. getting in the water, and then getting out and lighting yourself on fire again. That's exactly, That's exactly what it would be, what it'd like. be like. 
Enough is enough. All I'm saying is, why are you wearing bicycle shoes to this bin class? I don't think you need it. Can I have a tiny opinion? Yeah. You, you, you know, always, on my show, you have carte blanche. I think when, if you're lifting weights in the gym, you're one of those mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. you know, you, you think you're a big bodybuilding guy, you're mm-hmm. lifting the big weights. You know the guys, the real big barbells. The, um, if you're going to do that, you, you only get really three claps before you pick up the weight. I don't like these guys. I saw this guy the other day. He gets here. He's like, all right. All right. Let's do it. And then he went for it. It's like, that's eight claps, buddy. You don't need them. Mm. You're not You're not applauding your own efforts. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Get longer shorts. And, and, and these guys, they wear... If you're, gonna, if you're working so hard to make your chest gigantic, why do you get the smallest little undershirt that you possibly can? Well, you know, they're they're in there to to meet girls. Are know? they? Yeah, they're not on uh, Cagney and Lacey anytime who, who they want. They don't just go on Cagney and Lacey or Hardcastle McCormick to get girls like you do. They <laughs> they have to go to the gym and try to. They're part of their who thing. Girls at the gym. Part of their shtick, yeah. as it were. Yes, it is. For you, it's you know wearing driving gloves. For me, it's having a bumper sticker I, that I has uh, you know Hobbs uh, blowing a police officer I don't while peeing on a tree. I said I didn't wear driving huh? gloves. I, all I'm saying is we all have different. We we look. It's Darwinism. Each person. Each Evolves into the creature that's going to try to score a little bit. The creature, you know, the creature, the creature. I don't think I said creature. I think you did. Play it back. Did I say that? We don't have the power. God, to do what's that. wrong with me? Uh, I would say this. You know, I, you, you're making me insecure about this. Too don't now. be insecure. <laughs> this guy who's you know he's clapping and he's lifting his thing. What does he do yeah. when he tries to meet a girl? He's like, all right, okay, this one over here. She's looking good on the treadmill. Right. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me, where are you from? Did you see me lifting things over there? Me lift heavy ones. That's, I think, whatever those bodybuilders. Me lift the heaviest ones. That's how they talk, too. Yeah. Me lift heavy ones. Me lift the heaviest one. You like me now? It's like a toddler. Look, Mom, look how much I lifted up. Good for you, idiot. Yeah, figure out how to do uh, And I think we talked about this. Don't carry your water with you at the gym. Just walk over to the fountain. It's yeah. about three or four steps away. You're going to be okay. Well, I think you're hydrated well but enough. But, you know, some people will not drink tap water. They don't want any tap water. Well, that's that's ridiculous. You, you do. You think that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I think we're babying our bodies to a point with germs and all kinds of other stuff. Have you ever drank water out of the gutter? No, not then recently. I think you're a not pussy. Recently. <laughs> I think you're a straight-faced pussy. We should go out of the town and do a uh, water drink-off where you, you just you do a dare. You know, where you just walk around. You go, you, you drink that. And then you get to the next guy gets to go, you drink that. And All then right. we'll, we'll film it. Here's and then we'll show is. us how sick each one of us gets. I, I want to do a show called You Drink That. You know, like a trough, like a, a horse trough. Lizard All right, you drink that. How often? Where are we going to walk around uh, and find a horse yeah, trough? Yeah, we're going to find a horse trough. We're going to have to go to a stables. Well, there's a there's a ranch. Sorry, did here. I say stables? We'll go to the ranch. Staples. We'll go to the. Did you, you say go. something wrong? No, I was making a joke about. Uh, there, there is Office Max usually. We'll go to the Reagan goats. Ranch and drink out of the horse trough. I got a tiny opinion. If you look like a billy goat and you go to a petting zoo and you get bit by a billy goat, shave that facial hair. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. You know, but that's what I love. Well, you bring such different opinions to the show. I try and you know, I try and bring more than political commentary. I'd put that in that category. Political commentary like that. I think that is. Yeah. yeah, the Billy Goat situation. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. If you're going to look like, you have to be prepared to be bit yeah. if you let your Billy Goat hair grow too long. Uh, speaking of political positions, are you going to who are you voting for? You think you're going to vote for Mitt Romney or, or Barack Obama? <laughs> You know, that's 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 a really, uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to vote for either. I always do a write-in. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time around, I'm going to I'm going to write in Obama. I always write in one of the names of the two candidates. And then that They're way, whoever not. gets elected, I say, that was my decision. I wrote that in. <laughs> that was my idea. Wait a second. You're going to write in the right. actual candidate. And Yeah, I'll, I'll write in... For instance, in this election, I'll write Barack Obama, Mitt Romney will be the name of the person that I'm voting for. And then whoever wins, I go, that was my idea. I wrote that in. That's a good idea. One of the maskers questions was which, uh, you know, which uh, what, what type of reality show could we determine our president with? And I think we've just come up with it. 
I think our president should go out and have a drink water drink that, yeah, or just, just drink, drink that. that. And then we'd film them both, and they just walk around, you fucking drink that. I mean, and Mitt I, Romney looks at Obama, he's like, drink that, motherfucker. And it's like, a, you know, he's like on a runway or something, yeah. and it's like some old, like, airplane juice. Yeah, you know, airplane of, juice. Yeah, airplane juice. juice. Nothing flow, worse. You know what's worse than that? Flew out the backside of the airplane. Only one thing worse than that, airplane juice in a horse trough. Yeah, inside a horse trough. Disgusting. And then Mitt Romney's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to drink that, and Romney, and Obama's like, I guess I'm president go. then. If if you could do a reality show, though, it would be fun to have a year-long reality show where candidates have to do physical challenges. And yeah. That would be nice That's to have a, a good contest one. like yeah, that. Yeah, we should have something like that. we got to move it along. We're, we're running let's behind, T.J. Okay, Miller. Go, go. Practical Living in the Modern Age. Um, real quick, and then we'll get on to the maskers. Um, I like to make unnecessary speeches at parties. I think you've seen at least one. Mm. But I did it in Napa, and it's good when you're you know, in the middle of the party. You just kind of get there. And then here's my favorite one. I go, if we stay here, <laughs> the party dies. <laughs> it's very dramatic. Let's move it <laughs> you're with me or you're against me? And you just yell it out. Why and is your voice so high? If you stay here, <laughs> the party dies. And I, and it, it really works. It, it's kind of a fun thing to do at a party. Gets people's attention. And it's often true. It is often true. You I've been to, at parties need, where you've done this, by the way. Yeah, because parties stagnate. you got to keep them moving. The p- parties should continue. Where are you moving you know. it to? Do you have a location? No, sometimes just down the waterfront or to the golf course. Golf courses are great places to uh, take parties at night. I think people don't utilize golf courses at night well, well enough. I have a story about that I don't have time enough. to tell you. People need to go out. To, I'm a rugged outdoorsman. You are. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's something that All people are surprised right by. All you're wearing now is a leather tool belt and a, a daffodil. And some medium johns on my head. You've gingerly laid over your penis. <laughs> Yeah, you have some long Jonathans tied up. As some a long kerchief. Jonathans tied around my neck. But uh, that's something I like to do. I think it's fun to stop people, make a speech. If I can have your attention, I like, I, the party dies <laughs> if we don't move it along. Okay, so that's a little practical living like, meter and inch. Who for is you. that raspy voice, cigarette smoking four year old who is <laughs> demanding that we leave? I, uh, yeah, don't yeah. do it at a children's party. Sometimes I'll that's stop a, little, a party. Sometimes a I'll dramatic. stop a party and I'll go like this Hey, hey, you guys! Cops! 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 Cops aren't here at all! So don't worry about it. Just continue having fun. <laughs> you guys, there's only Cheetos Puffy. Do you have any crunchy? <laughs> guys, has anyone seen Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you do that too. You've seen me do that at parties. I love being at parties with you, T.J. Miller. I love being at parties. One thing with you, you see, Cash one Logan. thing you see with T.J. Miller at a party is he's the kind of guy that's just nice to everybody. You really are a nice guy. We're gonna break it down now. Bring the tear out. Bring it around to the other eyeball. <laughs> Uh, if I could do it, I would. Mine goes off to the side. Yours does. Yeah. yeah, I have kind of a crooked one, if you know what I'm Yours talking about. crooked. But you're a nice guy at parties. And uh, one other way you can be nice, and both of us can, is just to address some of these maskers questions. Let's move along to maskers. The maskers. Now, I, I just, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I do want to say. Mm, I'm glad you never mentioned this. You should mention this, probably. We were talking about this. It's Ask the Maskers. Okay? Ask the masters. That's what it is. It has nothing to do with masks. We're not wearing masks during the section. It's just let it go. We're not changing it. We've had I don't know how many goddamn episodes. This is the name of the section. Enough. <laughs> but another fucking person comes up to me and says, hi, I'm Gladys. Tell me about this maskers section. Why is it called that? I will. I'm not going to slap you, but I'll slap a paper mache head that I made in your likeness, and I carry them with me. Uh, thank you, TJ. I, I'm glad somebody finally said that. Most of my guests, they don't they don't really get out there and just kind of give those public service announcements. Well, most but most of your guests are lily-hearted, cowardly lions. <laughs> if there's one thing I won't do to a cowardly lion, it's masturbate it. I keep my hand fun for the tin man. <laughs> Uh, thank you, my friend. Uh, you know what? Um, uh, and, and by the way, we get a lot of maskers uh, questions now, and we just can't get to all of them, but I love them, and I thank you for sending thank them. Thank you for sending them. We just, I, they're so awesome, and this one is no exception. This is by um, uh, at LawMonster13. Mm. Uh, Law Monster 13. This is a, a question Monster. I think a lot of people have been wondering about. Uh, is the vagina uh, nature's harmonica? 
Uh, I mean, I, I think of it more uh, a law monster as uh, uh, nature's bagpipes. But, you know, everybody does it differently. Well, most of the women that you're with sort of make weird noises downtown. Sort of Irish. <laughs> In origin. Bagpipes are Scottish, right? Damn it. Uh, you know, I like Matt's just like, yeah. <laughs> Our producer is just so sad. He was like, yep, they are. Um, to me, yes, they are, in that I don't know how to play the harmonica. I never do, and I think it smells strange. <laughs> The harmonica does. Yeah, Absolutely. True. You know who gets a lot of action? John Popper from Blues Travel. Yeah, that's about... So that might what indicate... What is going on with him? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you should get him on the show. Yeah. He just uh, he just says, I play harmonica. John Popper, you think I should get him? I think that'd be great if you got him on the show. Yeah, it's just people don't like to come like like this this, this week, really. I did have Cool, but he didn't want to bring the gang, right? Yeah. And um, Oates... Uh, you know, he didn't want to bring Hall. Right. You know, and you can't do a show without Hall. Yeah, you should maybe go after a single individual. Um, Hootie, Hootie didn't want to bring the Blowfish, which is really kind I of mean, the attraction. The Blowfish to me is is Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, yeah. So John Popper, I don't know if he'd come alone or not, but I'll give it a try. Do you think Hootie's ever sitting around? And he's like, ah, yeah, it was a mistake to name it that. <laughs> You think like decades later, he finally, that's the thing. You're locked in with your name. You know, you really are. You're, you're not as a person though. You I can't w- change your band name. No, I you can actually change, change your personal Miller. name more than you can change your band name. That's yeah, true. But I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I, 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 I didn't, I wasn't happy with, cause I went with TJ Miller. You know, my real name is Titterdorf Buttlesticks. <laughs> See, I didn't think I'm, I'm so honored. You really revealed that on, on this show. Well, yeah, I tried to reveal it on uh, another podcast, but no one will really. Tittledorf Buttlesticks? Have me on it, yeah. Tittledorf. Tittledorf Buttlesticks. Buttlesticks. Of the, the Buttlestick Manor mm. of Northern Yorkshire, mm-hmm. which is a small town just outside of the United Kingdom. I, I hear they have uh, some Norway. pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they have some pretty sickly water out there. I'll drink whatever, whenever. <laughs> That's my promise. <laughs> Tiddledorf. Masker's uh, question two. Okay. This one, um, this guy has been, this guy's so funny. I don't know if you've read his writing, Jonas Polsky. Yeah, he is really He's funny. A funny, dude. He's a funny guy. Good, yeah, great Twitter. Great Twitter. I even told my Check wife a couple weeks his? ago. At Jonas Polsky, J O N A S P O L S K Y. His tweets are hilarious. Get on it, guys. Give yeah. me a follow. He, they kind of remind me of like an early. Uh, Tiddledorf Butowski in the early years, and I don't know who that is. Before what? what? I, I, I I'm not familiar with that. The but I mean I know the Buttlesticks. Anyway, this guy's hilarious. Check out his tweets. Uh, he's a great writer. He asks, uh, "Should you tip a valet if they lose your car?" Mm, no. Mm. See, I think if they bring back a better one, ah, uh, yeah, they huh? can give a twenty. Wouldn't that if you be give nice? them a Nissan Altima and they bring back a Lamborghini? Yeah. yeah, I give him another fifteen dollars. You know what I like to do if because uh, I have had that happen. I've had that happen over two hundred times, and uh, I don't know why that's funny. So many lies have been told. I mean, you, you tried to sell that lies. Too. I consider it a dry sense of humor, and that's what I tell my girlfriend when I cheat on her. Uh, no, no, uh, I've never cheated on my girlfriend. But I, you just I, play I harmonica never, sometimes. I've never had anyone lose my car. But it's, you know, if a valley came back and he said, you know, I don't know where your car is, and he's kind of waiting for a tip. He's got his hand out. He's kind of rubbing his palm against his fingers. You know, like that. Yeah, make it. And he's got like hair on his hand, so it makes that noise. Yeah, it's got kind of. A, <sighs> he's got a little sandpaper. Just listen to it. Just like that, you know? Yeah. So he's making that noise. Wait, you know, wait, do it over? again. Let me close my eyes. Yeah, yeah I got it now. I Can I just now. say you did not close your eyes? Huh? I'm sorry to betray your friendship, but I want all the listeners to know. Well, I'm wearing a blindfold. What difference does it make? The easiest thing a lot of people don't realize I do, do all the shows blindfolded. Well, that's because uh, this this friendship started on one of those shows, <laughs> one of those dating shows, <laughs> and uh, he still thinks I'm a raspy-voiced woman. <laughs> this is really, this is just an eliminate gone I, awry? This you know, show? I, I, I like to do this. They kind of go, uh, I lost mm-hmm. your car, but uh, I go, here's a tip. Don't lose your your clients' cars anymore. <laughs> and I, I consider people who give me their cars your clients. <laughs> now, help, help me put together this Razor scooter. <laughs> I bought it online. What if they uh, What if they lose your car and they bring a recumbent bike instead? Would that I, freak you out? 
You know what? I just get in that with a I, sidecar. Yeah, but that would be amazing. Repumpkin, <laughs> every pumpkin, a pumpkin bicycle. Repumpkin. Okay, you screwed up bicycle. as many words as I have now. Well, I don't think that's a possible. And yet, I'm known for it. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> in fact, I do cigars. <laughs> Uh, I love it though. A yeah, I, I think never it's, lies. it must be a stressful job. <laughs> bottle sticks. Yeah, bottle sticks. A bottle never stick lies. never lies. Yeah, that's true. Only at night. Only. Bottle stick never lies. Only at night. <laughs> well, thank you, Jonas. We, we, you're funny. But, but one other thing about this one. Okay. Um, I think it must be really stressful to 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 be a valet because you really can only screw up once. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really, you know, there's no three strikes you're out with the uh, valet where you you know you lose someone's car. Yeah. My favorite valet driver. Was um, you know in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I think that's the ultimate. Yeah, that's valet driver. And I, I actually, I, I was in a weird situation where this valet was like, you know, there's something wrong with him and how many cars they had brought. Out. He goes, uh, "I'll take you to my, car. I'll take you to your car. Just get in this car with me real quick." So somebody gave him the valet his car, and that guy walked into the restaurant, and I got in his car with the valet, and we drove to the parking lot. Yeah. And, you know, as we're driving... That's not how it's supposed to work. No. And as we're driving, I'm just kind of looking at this guy's car. You really get a real sense of them as a person. People don't think about that. You give your car a valet, he's kind of looking in the window into your life, seeing your car and your space. Yeah. And so I, you know, I, I felt like I had to make conversations, so I'm kind of sitting next to him, I go... So I bet you see some pretty crazy stuff in these cars, huh? He's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then I, and then I was thinking, like, what, what, what could that be? And then I go, uh, I bet a lot of cars are real messy. He goes, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he drops me off. I'm like, hey, uh, uh, thank, thanks for the ride. Uh, 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 that was a pretty clean car, huh? And I was expecting him to go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just looked at me. And then he drove away. <laughs> he just was like so disappointed in my. And then I'm just left in the parking lot of this valet place. It's scary down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great story. You know what I do is I tell in reverse sometimes. <laughs> and it ends with me bringing up a valet parking. Yeah. Sometimes that works good too. It's a good one, you know, on that one. to do it that. We're going to do one last maskers. Okay, last maskers. This is uh, uh, Jacob uh, uh, Lee, uh, at Jacob Lee, J A K O B L E I G H. And he's, he's a good um, supporter of the show. Um, if a turtle gets a blowjob, is it called getting shell? Mm, I like it. Called getting shell. Uh, no, Jacob, I think it still could be construed as bestiality. <laughs> Either way, you're right? you're thinking human to turtle. Well, yeah. If a turtle gets a blowjob, it's called getting shell. I don't. Do you... It doesn't necessarily mean there wasn't a human involved. <laughs> uh, I, I... All I'm saying is, just because you have a cute name for it, it's not great to 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 give turtles blowjobs. Well, I, you know, I just think if a turtle gave another turtle a blowjob, it what would take it? so long. You know, because their little heads pop in and out, so it'd kind of be going in. I think a lot of people like yeah. to commit bestiality with turtles because they're slower. So it's more, it's a more realistic way to start. You know, it's more, you know. You know, I, I, I regret saying this before I even said it, but you'll cut your dick on that shell. I swear to God, you got to watch out. You do. You really do. And I am so sorry. Please, for the love of God, try the tilapia. It is almost rotten. We need to move the rest of the units by Friday. They'll kill me. Uh this has been Cashing in with this T.J. Cashing Miller. This T.J. Miller. Thank you so much for having me. We covered so many topics. You guys, so many. And we hope you're enjoying the show. You can always uh, connect with me on Facebook and at not T.J. Miller. My website is T.J. Miller does not have a website.com. I am in Rock of Ages and Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Find my tour dates. And also, if you see me on the street, come over, try and kick my knees. If you can do it, I'll give you a 50-cent gold piece. Yeah, and, you know, if you feel like T.J.'s you know, kind of invading your personal space, just go ahead and call yourself Gladys. I think we've found the hard way it works. Just the, just the mention of the name sends tingles up my goosebumps. <laughs> and he has goosebumps. Let me tell you that right now. Uh, I can see it through my blindfold, even though I opened my one eye. And I can see a single tear go out from under your blindfold, <laughs> up across your blindfold, and down around the other side. 
We enjoyed uh, we enjoyed uh, having you, me and Matt, uh, T.J. Miller, and well, this thanks, has been guys. fantastic. For me. Thank you for back. coming on the show. Uh, I'm at Cash Levy. That's uh, Twitter. That's my Twitter handle. Mm. That's what we call it, the Twitter handle. I have uh, 602 followers, and every single one of them I consider my children. Yeah, yeah. but you call them your friends. Uh, I've been with a lot of women, so it's very possible. <laughs> You've given birth to all these kids. are like 602 children, and they're just checking in on me. I'm afraid to, to contact my true father, but I will follow him on Twitter. <laughs> it's weird. Some of them are older than me, but yeah. still, we're going to go with it. But all of them will drink airplane juice out of a horse trough. Be careful of the airplane juice. That's our final message. Practically living modern age. Be careful of the airplane juice. And now, if we stay here... <laughs> The party's gonna die. Now leaving Nerdist.com.